0: six of the Tottenham Hotspur family podcast. This week joining me again is Rob Wills from Plymouth. Hello Rob. Hello. Um, once again, um, well, making a second appearance on the podcast, Andy Scoggins from Kansas. Hello. Hello. And um, a new voice on the podcast this week, um, Aaron Wolf joins us from Brooklyn, New York. Hi Aaron. Hiya. Hi. Um before we talk about the game um i just want to give a qu- quick mention to um to fellow podcasters um Joby wicks who earlier this week um uh took part in a challenge um following uh game the other week against uh, my brain's gone completely dead who did we play on sunday swansea um and uh we beat them we scored and uh for every goal that we scored he was going to have um uh, a, t- a teaspoon of Marmite, which he did, and he posted the video on YouTube. Um, and also, um, <laughs> a kudos to Nicky, a fellow podcaster, um, who um, enjoyed some more mushrooms this week and posted a video onto YouTube. So, um, well done to both of those. And um, following from that, Rob... I'm reliably informed we'll be eating some gherkins later this evening yes, and posting I'm... a video on YouTube.
1: Well, it may not be posting on YouTube but it'll be not posted YouTube, here oh, on Facebook.
0: <laughs> on, on on the Facebook, yeah. But yes um go on, Rob. A, fi- a six inch gherkin?
1: Um I think they are, yeah. Um They're they're full size, you know, gherkins. It's not, not
2: the size way. of the gherkin old... though, Rob. It's it's where you get to put it. How
1: how will you how will you be eating the gherkin?
0: Will 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 it? Be entering oh. your mouth in a particular motion.
3: <sighs> Did your wife want to show you how to do it first?
1: <laughs> it's a bunch of perverts. <laughs> just can eat them whole, you know. And have a glass of Jack Daniels and Coke on standby to wash it down with.
2: Sounds like a good night.
1: <laughs> well, it will be for the Jack Daniels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Tottenham. Um, I'm a little bit concerned because I was just. Just recovering from um, our win in the middle of the week, um, which which was fantastic, and we go and win again. What's happening? I want my Tottenham <laughs> back.
1: Well, I think it's down to Paul was it poor Merson. He, he made he made a prediction during the midweek and said that Tottenham could actually win against Burnley. Now, normally when he says Tottenham are going to win, we lose terribly, and yet he's made a prediction that's come true. What the fuck is going on?
2: Cats are lying down think-
1: with dogs. The sky's
2: upside down. This is this is nothing makes sense anymore.
3: I don't know about y'all, but I, it was great. I don't give a shit what y'all say. <laughs> 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 um, it was a it was a proper it was a proper game. I mean, well, the, at least the first half. The second half was really just was on edge. Um, but yeah, it looks like everybody got their Spurs back swashbuckling well, style of football in the first half.
1: I, from what I watched a bit on the game, because I missed most of the first half, um, there, there seemed to be a, um, a lack of energy from the fans uh, on the stream I was watching. I don't know what it was like. You, I think you were there, weren't you, Jeff? Yeah. You know, what, what did it feel like to you? Because
0: um the first half frustratingly, least so, i um i was in the park lane end of the ground, and um all the goals went in at the other <laughs> end um which, which 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 was annoying because um normally spurs start the first half um attacking towards the park lane end. um no listen it was um i couldn't i you i couldn't find a bad performance it was everybody was playing really well um one to eleven Lloris, walker Walker was exceptional. We've, we've really missed him. Ben Davis um, did a good job. The centre backs Fazio and Fortongan look to be performing a good partnership. Bentaleb and Mason were solid. Eriksson, just, he's just out of this world. He's, he's getting better and better. Um, and Harry Kane, can I, I mean, yeah.
3: Can I interject? I disagree with Bentaleb. He, I don't think he was solid. He was a little bit shaky. He had a lot of passes that. That just was miscues that either went to Burnley or it would just went to nothing, and and a player had to run back and pick it up. I mean, he he lost the ball quite a bit in the first half. The second Yet, half was better. The first half he did lose the ball quite a bit.
2: I agree with you. I thought he kind of went missing at times, uh, particularly after the Newcastle game where he was attacking the box and seemed to be kind of really impressing. Uh, particularly after Davis went off, he kind of faded away from the game, in my opinion. Did it look different there, Javid?
0: Um, I don't. Like I said, maybe I was blinkered. I I, I thought he had a good game. Um, the only the only person I was going to be a bit cruel on and say he play, he he wasn't playing very well was um, up until he scored Lamella. But that's being very critical of him um, because. He did. He tries. It's apparent he's trying. Anyone can see that. Um, but you know, sometimes, sometimes he frustrates you. And then sometimes he does. Uh, he'll do moments of genius, like his goal. But um, Bentaleb, uh, yeah, it wasn't apparent to me. But I'm, I'm not saying I'm not arguing with you, or or or, yeah. or saying yeah. otherwise. I just um, I'd have to watch the game again.
3: Well, uh, well, with you being on the park lane. Um you was quite a ways from the action. Um, looking at it from a stream or from TV, you actually got to see you know, some of the balls that, that went awry. And, and on the flip side of that, Lamella, I mean, in the first, what, 25 minutes, Lamella was spot on. He was, he was quick. He wasn't dawdling on the ball. He was one touch passing it. Not trying to take on somebody and seeing that next pass, what you know we've been complaining about for so long, that he just tries to do too much and then the the pass that he was supposed to make is gone, and then he loses the ball or gets dispossessed or whatever.
2: There's a few things. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, but one thing about Lamella, he's also got the benefit of of, of um, Kyle Walker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Making yeah. runs from the right side. Sorry,: Ar-
2: Yeah, that was, that was exactly what I was going to say. There was a couple of things I noticed in the beginning of the game. Before he went off, Davis was also covering uh, when Lamella would cut in. He was covering that, that side of the pitch and, and providing width. It was They were the three of them, Davis, uh, Walker and Lamella were playing with great understanding, I thought. It was really exciting. Um, and Walker's presence was allowing Lamella the the option right he could cut in everybody knows he's going to cut in he could cut in and then he could dink it off to Walker or he could continue his move I thought the first twenty minutes of the game I wrote down I was taking little notes I wrote down that he was you know bouncing off of defenders he was holding people off I thought he looked great personally yeah
3: I think once you go back and rewatch the match um, from you know from the camera angle from the halfway line you'll be able to see a little bit more of of what Lamella was doing, especially in the beginning of the match. It kind of faded out as the match went on, especially in the second half. It seemed like when Ryan Mason went off, everything changed because Stambouli didn't push forward into the spaces that Mason pushed forward into, especially when, when Lamella got wide, Erickson got a little bit wide. That left a space in the middle, and Mason pushed up a lot of times before he got injured and was taking players on and, you know, had a couple of tries.
2: Sorry, you know, I said Davis got of sent havoc. off. I said Davis left. I meant, I meant uh, Mason. We knew that's what, what you meant. It's okay. Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs>
3: but, yeah, I mean, Mason, up until he got injured and he, you know, went off, it was, I think that, that's when the attack changed. Stambouli didn't, I don't know if he didn't feel comfortable. He didn't push up. Hard, like Mason did, whenever there was space there to go into.
0: Talking of Mason, has has anyone has there been any news on the internet, whatever, about? I'm just
1: just looking at the moment. All it says he was had to be taken off before halftime with an injury, and that was it. There's no Mm. updates yet.
2: Mm. I felt terrible for him. I thought he was having a great game.
1: It was worrying. I mean, it
3: really is worrying because he's been such a staple in our midfield. Um, he's really the link between our back line and Christian Erickson to where he's going to distribute the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I thought Stan Bully looked decent when he came on. I like his style of play, actually. And I thought he had some great, great defensive tackles. Oh,
3: Yeah. It was like he was covered in Crisco. I mean, he was yeah. slipping through two players, you know, that were all over him and then still retained possession of the ball. It was – I mean, he had a good game. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I suppose sooner or later we were going to get uh, – we, we, uh, this season we've been in touch wood Lucky with injuries, um, I think. Um, compared to other seasons. I think sooner or later, unfortunately, somebody was going to get injured. And I, I hope I hope Mason isn't... You know, his injury isn't too, too serious. But it's just the law of averages. At some point in the season, you're going to get a player that's... A big-name player that's going to be injured and out for a few games. And I, 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 I hope his injury isn't serious. But we shall see
2: pretty amazing. Yeah. Could you imagine this summer saying Mason is a big name player and if he got injured our season might be, you know, fundamentally altered? Like this guy came out of pretty much nowhere for me.
3: Yeah, and that's one thing that sucks about it is that he he has proven himself and he has had a shot yeah. after so long of being loaned out in the under 21s and then this happens. But like we said, we don't know exactly how much of uh you know injury it is whether it's a torn ligament whether it's just sprained or or whatever
0: well they, they brought a stretcher on but he didn't he elected not to get on the stretcher he did walk um back albeit he was aided so were you a... surprised
2: to see uh uh come on and not dembele
0: yeah i i thought dembele would come on I, i'm not a fan of either to be honest <laughs> Um Sorry, that's a bit harsh on Stambouli. Who, who? It's early, early days. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of Dembélé. I've said this before on the pod because he just frustrates me. I think he's a good player. He's technically very good, but he just, you know, <coughs> um, and Stambouli, his running style <laughs> annoys me. It just irritates me. He looks slow. Stop um, looking
3: at his ass, Javid.
0: He looks. There's something physically wrong with this guy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm nitpicking. Yeah, he
3: can't run. Uh, okay, um, I wasn't surprised actually because Dembele, he does better whenever he's up, further up the pitch. He he's not, he's not that deep lying midfielder. He's more of an attacking midfielder. So he needs to be up. Just like whenever he got subbed on, when was it versus Swansea? Mm. Um, he was playing higher up the pitch. They took off Soldado, put on Dembele, and he was higher up the pitch, and he was a big influence in that match. And I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go back to that match. The last podcast, y'all didn't say a word about Ben Davies' immaculate tackle on Bonnie.
1: You didn't see it. Oh, no, no. I I think it was mentioned, but no. um, It was a fantastic tackle right at the beginning because if memory serves me correctly cuz i was watching that game uh davies made the tackle and then you heard the the, the spurs fans shouting out davies is a yiddo davies oh, is yeah, a oh yeah that
3: was that was awesome <laughs> well i listen to the podcast at work so i might have been distracted by doing my job for a second and <laughs> that. that's
0: that's brilliant i like the fact that you're listening to the podcast at work um, i listen
3: to all the podcasts at work
0: oh, that, that's that's awesome um yeah, no, I was surprised that that that, that, that um Samboli came. On. I I expected Dembele. Having said that, Stamboli started in the middle of the week, so I guess it was good from a continuity point of view to to have him in the in the team. D- does everyone think, looking at that starting eleven, the one to eleven, do we all think that this is Poch's strongest starting eleven?
1: Yeah, I do. With, with Walker back, yeah. Yeah, Fazio's, definitely. Starting to, Fazio's starting to come into his prime now by the look, uh, looking at him and Davies is actually playing uh, a better um part in in the rotation as well um mm-hmm. Bentaleb still not quite floating it for me uh, to be honest um I personally I would like to see um Pellino back in the squad again and performing on um on you know all cylinders again, but I, 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 I don't know.
0: Did he ever perform on all cylinders?
1: <clears throat> well, he did to start he with. He did for one game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had that like one backheel
2: last season that was spectacular, <laughs> and that was pretty much it for me. And Rob is still holding
0: on to that backheel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was well, amazing. Rob, I'll send you a YouTube clip of it if you need to watch it alone for a while.
0: <laughs> there was one game um, very, very early on in the Tim Sherwood era. That he played, and he played really well. I think it was, it might have been Stoke. Um, he played very well, and then he got injured, courtesy of Charlie. Yeah, that Adams.
3: was that was yeah. that was the game.
0: Yeah. Good um, old Charlie
3: Adams chopping yeah.
0: down our players. That man shouldn't be playing football. He shouldn't.
1: Well. Hold on! Did we actually put a bid in for him at one point? <laughs> Harry did. Harry Redknapp. <laughs> but then Harry Redknapp would have
0: would have probably put a bid in for you Rob if you <laughs> if you're available with your football boots um, just, just just have to sh- show him a video and he'll be like yeah that lad he's terrific
1: do you remember Jan Moby he's fat he round he bounces on the ground that would be me <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Harry Kane he can't stop scoring
2: nope amazing I mean he, I, I think I said in the, in the midweek after the midweek game, uh, I think he might be the most all-around striker that I've seen. I mean I'm, I came to Spurs not that long ago, but uh, he's just hold up play and um, and attacking and on the ball and off the ball he's just he's a, he's a monster. kept tracking back to to put in a tackle. I, I love love, love watching him play
0: and following on, following on from your comment earlier about. Ryan Mason. How many of us would have thought at the start of the season that Harry Kane would be the main man?
2: Never, no way, never.
3: <clears throat> no, I just like the way he just he works his ass off, um, and he's selfless. He does everything for the team and everything for his teammates.
1: Well, I was gonna say we know um, looking from looking at Southampton that Potts likes using players from the academy, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's using players from the academy. He's bringing them out into their element. Uh, constantly, you know, giving them words of um, what's the I forgot what the word is now. Encouragement. And they they go out and they perform and they perform brilliantly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I agree, you know, at the start of the season, you know, I wouldn't have said, yeah, Kane's going to be our leading goal scorer. I would, you know, would have hoped for Bobby to be doing that. But Aries is the man.
0: Once um, Togo's finest uh, is fully match fit um, he's going to I was
1: going to say sorry I was going to say he was supposed to be ready for the game today
0: Was he on the bench? Because I arrived late I I didn't get I don't know what what the bench was I only saw um, on the train coming in I saw a post from um, (coughs) from Fellow podcaster, Joby, yeah, um, and he had the, the one to eleven. But I don't know who I don't know who was who was on the bench. Was that Addy on the bench?
3: I don't think so. No, it was uh, Soldado. And God, I hope Joby plugged in his cell phone. That thing should be dead by now.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pochettino had some worrying um, comments in the press actually before the game about uh, Adebayor will come back and the and the supporters will embrace him. They'll see what a great player he is. I mean, when he comes back, if he comes back. Uh, would you see him replacing Soldado as second string? I mean, could he play off of the bench? He's such a moody player. He needs to be kind of taken care of, it seems. Well, we can always just hope that the the time that he comes
3: in off the bench is the time that he actually gives a fuck and wants to play the game and not the time where he's just off in la-la land looking at butterflies fly across the pitch.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that he's going to have to fight, obviously he's going to have to fight for his place. Ha- Harry's the main man. And yeah. I think that's a good thing. I think that'll get hopefully that'll motivate him to you know to when he is when we do call upon him um that he shows his colors. There's going to be there will be a point in the season where Harry's not going to be playing playing well or he'll be injured or he'll be suspended. So there will be an opportunity for Addy to come in. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just going to take that.
1: That's if he doesn't get sold off in January,
2: right?
0: Which who's is, gonna
2: buy...
1: go ahead. And who's going to buy him if he did? Well, there was a report, but it didn't say that you know there was any offers. <laughs> but there was a report the other day on Sky News saying that he's going to be released in the in the January transfer window. I don't know if, if that means released released or you know put up for sale or what I don't know Aaron, you okay you say? um
3: why well, I well, have a question um go ahead. in 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 the premier league when a player is like Adebayor is under contract and he is released do um the club still pay out the rest of his contract cuz i know in american football um if a player is released there's there's a certain point that the club there's a certain amount of money that the club has to pay up to, and it counts toward you know the, the the team's salary.
1: Um, to a point, yeah. Um, I think a club can actually sack a footballer, as opposed to release them. But it would have to be extreme circumstances. I think if they do release them, you know re- relieve them of, from the contract, then they would have to pay him. Yes.
2: Okay. I mean, I could see a a, a Middle Eastern club, a, a Chinese club, someone with a lot of money coming in for him and making him the centerpiece of a uh, some fifth tier, you know, <laughs> would, international uh, side. I don't know.
1: Middle Eastern club? Could that actually be us? If Qatar are <laughs> if so in their bid, <laughs> that
2: that would be amazingly Spursy. A Qatari, you know, interest buys us, and then hires Adebayor from some other Qatari club to come back. That would be... Um,
1: it is... I was, I was talking to a couple of friends of mine the other day. Now, if Qatar bought Tottenham and we get into the Champions League with Paris Saint-Germain, wouldn't there be a conflict of interest?
3: Yeah, we, we wouldn't be able to. Um, the UEFA rule states that only one um, club owned by the same entity can be in a competition. So if parents, so if PSG is in, then we can't be in. Well,
4: no.
3: um, and I don't know how they would decide that. It would just be a, a flip of the coin, or if the owners would make a decision, okay, well, this year you're in the Champions League, this year you're in a Europa League. I'm not exactly sure how that would work.
0: But isn't that only if they've got, if the owners in question have a certain um, percentage stake? In the club,
3: yeah, yeah, it's 25%. over um, like 20... over, yeah, over a quarter percent.
0: Did you say a quarter? Are you American or English?
3: I'm an American. Of course, I'm going to say a
0: quarter. Quarter? I thought you would have said twenty-five no. percent. Oh, no. Okay.
2: Potato, potato.
0: To hmm. Tomato,
3: tomato. Tomato. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's um, actually called a mater. M a t e r. <laughs> And it's nah. actually called
1: a tater, a T-A-T-E-R.
0: Now oh, That's just gone right over my head.
1: What Tomato and potato.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> um, we're also making the assumption <laughs> that we're actually going to qualify for the Champions League.
2: So. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let that be the worst problem for us, that we, that we have to figure <laughs> out a loophole in the UEFA. But and what, no what, one has ever in the history of organized football found a loophole in UEFA regulations, right?
3: But wouldn't that be just our luck to be able to qualify for Champions League, but because we are owned by the same company that owns or the same government that owns PSG, that we still wouldn't be able to make it and we'd still have to settle for the Europa League.
0: Okay, so here's my – I, I don't want to really go too much into the whole ownership thing. I think that, that's probably left for another podcast because it, it, it's going to take quite take quite a bit of time. <clears throat> but I don't think Enoch are going to sell until the new stadium um, arrives because there's no point in them selling beforehand. It would be more, more of an attractive proposition if, um, I don't if know. there's a new stadium.
1: I don't know a, a company, you know, a company or a government with more money to spend, you know, to get rid of Archway Steel. <laughs> you know, move or we send our warriors to kill you all.
0: <laughs> well, how much is Spurs valued? <laughs>
2: A billion, doubt. right?
3: That's One could... billion dollars. <laughs> yeah.
0: but wouldn't our value be higher if we had a brand new stadium and we didn't have a cloud of uncertainty over our heads?
1: Yes, but we're only going to get the new stadium if Archway Steel relocate. And they are apparently adamant on rebuilding, aren't they? Mm.
0: <laughs> I'll have to get down there again with my matches.
1: Um, <laughs> Oh geez! This time, use some gasoline. He did. He, the duppy idiot left the cans in, in on the ground floor. I, I might have to
0: edit this bit afterwards for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we've got two Gabe's coming up. Um, Leicester City away on Friday, and then next Sunday, um, Man U at home,
1: and Chelsea the week after
0: we'll we'll address that one in the next podcast.
1: Yeah, hey, I see yes. nine points here guys. I I
3: don't see any problem. Really? Yeah we got nine
1: points. <laughs> yeah, he sees nine points. In reality, we'll be lucky to get three.
0: <laughs> Aaron, how do you fancy your chances against uh, Le- Leicester and Manchester United?
2: Leicester we we win. Uh, there's no question in my mind. Uh, we're away. We're much better away. They're pretty terrible. Um, United, uh-huh. uh, I, United, I think it's a it's a bigger challenge, to be honest. But uh, I think I could see us taking it. I could see Ericsson squeaking out like an 88th minute wonder shot.
1: You say, you know, Leicester, you know, yeah, crap. But you yeah, know, Biasso, if he's playing, then you know they they still, they have a chance themselves. He's well, a I just wonder man. what
3: happened to Leicester. What changed the first what six matches of the season? What changed with Leicester that they started losing <laughs> matches? I mean, they were what mid-table. Um, that guy, what's his name? Ula, uh, Uola. He was, was you know, he was banging in goals yeah he was banging and goals left and right. Then all of a sudden they can't you know, they can't even draw against the team.
1: Yeah, going down a, a two nil to West Ham today. Shocking, this. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. You know I mean, it's
2: I, it's a it's a game of luck, right? And you can have these runs of incredible form, but then you regress to the mean. You go back to your average performance, and I think their <laughs> league position. <clears throat> tells you what their average performance is, right?
0: Yeah, I think that. What do they always say? You know, it, it, it's this Christmas period. It, it's you know we're, we're reaching the halfway point, and I think whilst a lot's going to happen from now from now to the end of the season, clearly, because that's just the way that it is. I think where you find yourself now at this point in the season is more a true reflection of where you are as a club. We are where we are because. We're probably at the moment mid-table or a bit a bit above that, a bit you know a, a Europa League place, with maybe one eye on the Champions League. Um, teams like Leicester and Burnley are, are at the level they're at, you know.
3: Mhm. I agree. Okay. Honestly, I c- I can see us beating Leicester, and I can see us at least drawing against United. Um, United was held today by Aston Villa. Uh-huh. If we if we if we well, if we go into these into the <clears throat> the United and the Chelsea game with the same mentality that we went into against um, Arsenal, defend and break one on the counter, high press um, high up on the pitch to win the ball back, and we can we can squeak out points. I don't see why we couldn't.
2: You know, they and they'll play against us. And that's the thing, right? When 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 teams play against us, um, we find we find joy. When when teams sit back against us, it's much harder. Although it's getting yeah. easier for our team to uh, to pick them apart.
0: If you look at United's recent run of games, aside from today, so was it six wins or something like that? Yeah. And they haven't played well in any of those. Sorry, they haven't played well in some of those games. Um, Dave, we know they're attacking Fret, R- Rooney, um, oh god, the Argentinians, uh, Di Maria's obviously injured, but Rooney, Van Persie's heading form, um, De is pretty solid at the back, but if you look at their, their, um, back, back three or their back four defensively that they've been weak they give the ball away a lot so mm-hmm. I can see actually it being a very open, open game at White Hart Lane I can see them attacking yeah. a lot I can see them losing the ball I can see Ericsson and Chadley and um, Kane capitalising on that so I think it will be either it will be a very high score draw or we're going to win
1: I just thought I want something nice for Christmas I want Liverpool to be Arsenal tomorrow we can stay above Arsenal for Christmas.
3: <laughs> oh God, I I hate I hate the Ben Dippers so much. Um, but yeah, I I really do. I hope I hope Liverpool can put one over on them.
2: You think it's likely? You think it's possible?
3: Um, no. It depends. <laughs> Depends on if Sterling shoots straight at the keeper or not, like he did against De Gea. De Gea's not that great of a keeper. I'm sorry. Every ball that was shot at him was pretty much right at him. He didn't have to work for anything. If you make the guy work, he's going to miss some, and he's going to miss quite a few.
0: Liverpool are at home for that match, so... Yeah. I think Liverpool should hopefully be strong enough for Arsenal.
1: Well, one, one can only hope. Um, do we know what's going on with um, Sturridge? If he's back, or is he going he, he to be out to look like the new year for them?
0: I've not heard anything. <clears throat> I don't know. Justin's no. going to be back.
2: Going back to the United game, uh, Fazio, I think, is, like you said, is coming into his own, but uh, against some informed strikers, how do you think he'll perform?
0: Against Van Persie and Rooney and Falcao, even. Um, Yeah.
2: I mean, he's been he's been on the edge, right? Today he had to put in some very very strong shoulders to to knock people off the ball. Um, He's I think he's a great player, um, and I think he's become much better for us. But um, and he's clearly the best. Uh, pairing that we have him and and Vertonghen, but yeah, um, can he can he play up against these these uh, these guys?
1: Well, only time will tell on that one, really, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Van Persie isn't the quickest guy, you know, in the Premier League. So at least Fazio's got that lurch. I like to call him lurch because good <laughs> God, he's massive. <laughs> he, he's you know, so he won't have a problem trying to outrun you know Van Persie. Rooney, on the other hand, eh, maybe. Um, but like you said, I mean, Falcao, I don't think Falcao going to be starting. He's been subbed for the past, what, two games. I think he was subbed in today. So, I mean, at least he won't have to worry about that.
0: He did play, Fazio played against um, Aguero earlier this season. And he got a red card, yep. and as I recall, Aguero got a hat trick. However, that was earlier this season, and hopefully, against United, he would be paired up with Vatagon again. And you know, he's had a few games under his belt, so we shall we shall find out. Hopefully, it'll be the making of him.
3: As long as he don't mess around with the Maple Mistress, the night before the game, he should be okay.
0: What's the Maple? <laughs> what's the Maple Mistress? Enlighten us. Is it, is, it, uh, is, it, is, is it a very expensive hooker? <laughs>
3: no, no, no. Actually, it's, uh, it's a beer. So as long as he stays away from the sauce and doesn't have a hangover, he'll be fine. He does look like he can take a drink, though.
2: Do you guys in England get all of the um, seasonal maple beers and uh, no. pumpkin nonsense? Do you guys have to deal with that?
1: Um, Halloween, we get all the, all the pumpkin crap, um,
3: but... what whoa, did you just say crap? He did. Yes. I don't okay, like I pumpkins, gotta go. So... I can't, I can't do this anymore.
2: I don't like my, <laughs> I don't like my beverage to taste like a pie, personally. <laughs> but I respect your maple mistress, deeply, Justine.
1: I'm sorry, Andy, I don't like pumpkins. <laughs>
0: Um, we've had well actually has has anybody got anything more to say about the the upcoming games before we move on to questions
3: um oh no Aaron go look at your notes go look at my
2: notes down go look at your notes are you teasing me nerd alert (laughs) (laughs) what uh no I got nothing to say Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: so. Uh, I, I, I got
3: something to say. Um go on. About the crowd turnout today. Everybody, oh, God, everybody pissed them on so much. Oh, Europa makes us play on Sunday. I don't like going to Spurs on Sunday. But then whenever it's a Saturday game, there's empty seats in the stand. I mean, there was quite a bit of empty seats that I could see.
0: Yeah, it was – it was a bit disappointing. I think there was quite a few empty seats in, in, in the Paxton end. Um, but also, j- just aside from the, 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 the seating... So we played Wednesday, didn't we? Yeah. And then we, yeah. Played sat- and then we played Saturday, which is no different from playing Thursday and then on a Sunday. Okay? I know you, sometimes we might have an away trip on a Thursday followed by a game on a Sunday, but we've also had... Sunday, get, sorry, we've also had Thursday games at White Hart Lane, followed by a Sunday game at White Hart Lane, which we've then lost, and then we've complained about afterwards. So, um, that's rubbish, really. All the people who, who come along and complain about that, it's just, you know, man up. Neil B. Cohen. Who? So,
1: we've had some
4: questions. Come on,
1: well, I was, I was going to say, actually, Jav, you know, you're saying about empty seats on a Saturday. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the Arsenal-Tottenham game is uh, a, a sellout because you're stuck up in the Pakistan end, aren't you? <laughs> um,
0: I've I've got a ticket. That's the main thing that matters. And I'll be in the upper tier so I can get a bagel um, before the match, well, which is good.
2: You see, well, I'm now... so glad to talk bagels. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, the bagels are bagels. <laughs> I'm going to wind you up now, Jeff, because while I'm down in 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 the the uh, the Park Lane you know, lower end, if there are any smoked salmon bagels, I'm going to take a picture of it and then video of me eating it and then send it to you. <laughs> that's
0: that that's fine. That's fine by me if that happens. It, it, it means that my campaign to get bagels in the lower tiers of the ground has 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 prevailed and I and, I, and I've been a um, success, but. I somehow don't think that will happen. Right, questions. So we've got a lot of questions to get through. Um, hold, me, hold, me. hold that thought. Come on, you spurs.
3: Was that your son? That was my son. That
1: was Xander. Hold on. He sounds like he's from the West Country. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, you spurs, innit, be we got a tractor over here, innit?
0: <laughs> okay. Um one time podcaster, Saidan Al Zabedi asks how long do you give Soldado before you consider selling him? And just to follow up from that, I'm gonna add the following and this this is just something that occurred to me during the during the game. So Kane's goal today, plus some of his other goals which have been um, you know, The sort of goals that you would expect a striker like Soldado to to score. If Soldado had been playing today, would he have have scored the goal that Kane scored, for instance? I think he would
3: have scored the goal that Kane didn't score. Which one? There was two, right? There was the second half where he um, swung and missed at that really... He he was like right inside the six yard box, and there was a cross that just came zooming in, and he swung and just hit nothing but air.
1: Yeah, look, look, that was that was a toss up between um, Ledmeler and Kane getting that one, wasn't it? Really, they were both there. Yeah, but yeah, um, Bobby would have been on the end of that one, I think.
2: I don't know how but many you... more more chances Sold- Soldado gets. I feel terrible. I love the guy. I think he, I think he loves playing for the team. I think, I think when, he's, when he's playing well, he's absolutely great. But uh, with Kane in the form he's in, I, I just don't know how long to give him.
3: If he gets a good run of games this <sighs> year, I mean, constant run of games, and he doesn't start producing by the season's end, <clears throat> I think um, I think they'll look about offloading them.
0: Well,
1: isn't there talk of offloading them possibly in January? You know, at the moment, I know it's only a paper talk, but I've heard pa- uh, talk that we're we're looking at a, a possible striker from some European team, money and Soldado for the, you know, for, on on offer. So. You know, is it paper talk or is Potts doing some secret planning?
3: I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard anything for about Sadado being on the out in January. It's just been mainly people like uh, Aaron Lennon, Dembele. Um, I don't even think I heard anything about Paulinho.
1: See, I wouldn't get rid of Lennon. <laughs>
2: Kabul's got to be on his way out too, right? I mean, this guy doesn't even make it onto the bench for a league cup game.
1: Yeah, I think that's more to do with a falling out there, the Edward Poch. Is that is that right?
2: Is is that is that, a, is, that a, is that a is that what's going on?
1: I think that uh, there was a falling out a few weeks back and um, in, in, the, in the tunnel just before the game or before a game, and I think that's why he was uh, kept back off the pitch. I don't know.
0: Um, on Kabul, if I'm not mistaken, his contract's going to come to an end maybe at the end of this season or, or, or maybe the following season. I don't know. Um, and I can see us just letting his contract run, mm-hmm. particularly if he's injury... Um, not, you know, I was say injury-prone, particularly if he's... if the club are concerned about... um, about his knee and the way that... um. Ledley um, mm. had had issues as well. Um, I'm not putting them in the same bracket, but it might be dictated by that. Um, Soldado, yeah, he needs a run run of games, but but if Kane's playing well, we can't really afford to give yeah. give him run of games. So.
2: And Chadley is playing incredibly well and yeah. playing off the wing as another striker, basically, mm. right? Mm. Uh, so I don't know how I don't know. How Soldado fights his way into this side with Erickson, Chadley, and Kane playing so well.
3: Well, Soldado, I mean, he was on the pitch before and Chadley wasn't. He So he was essentially taking Chadley's place as the second, as I guess the primary striker with Kane slotted behind him in the number 10. <laughs> Erickson pushed out left and then Lamella or Aaron Lennon right. But, I mean, with personally, I think. Um, Chadley was—he had like a, just a little niggle, so that might have kept him out of the side.
1: Mm-mm. It's a—it's a, a tough one, isn't it? You know, keep Kane off to uh, play Bobby it's almost like the uh, the, <coughs> yeah. the old adage: cutting cutting your nose off to spite your face, so, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're
0: we're involved in four competitions, and Soldado, Soldado's got a take um, the opportunities that are given to him when they come and he will get a few opportunities just by virtue of the fact that we're involved in so many competitions so
3: he's
0: just just got to take it with both hands Um,
3: does Adebayor (laughs) go to the African Cup of Nations in January they haven't qualified I'm
0: told as long as he stays off the juju he should
1: be fine (laughs) Uh, speaking about Bobby though, I have noticed a, a particular pattern that every time Nikki opens her mouth on Facebook,
3: uh, mushrooms are you, going you, in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, if if Bobby scores, I'll do this with mushrooms, and bang, he goes right. I'm having some of that action then.
3: <laughs> I think um, I think she's learnt her lesson on that. I don't I don't see that happening any longer.
0: So is is Nikki casting some juju spell um, on on Bobby?
1: Well, some, not for the some good of sed-
3: eating mushrooms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Okay, um, moving on. def De- another pod- fellow podcaster, Devan Pandya asks, which managers, players not associated with either Arsenal or Chelsea, really grate on you in the game, and why? Which ones really annoy you?
2: Which managers, Rob? players?
0: Yeah, which managers
2: or
1: players. Sorry. Oh, or well, players. Got it. Well, Fergie used to great on me because you could never understand a single word he freaking said.
3: Does Fergie um, manage either Arsenal or Chelsea?
1: Not anymore. <laughs> he, he was a United, would not he?
3: Well, didn't so, you say Chelsea or Arsenal? No, no, so, sorry, not, not,
1: sorry. not associated
0: with either of those Oh,
3: two. so, okay, okay.
0: So we can't moan about Mourinho. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> or Jack Wiltshire or Arthur Wenger or any other retard.
2: It's an obvious one, but Brendan Rogers. God, does, do I just want to throat punch, I punch him? He's fake teeth out. <laughs> oh God, he's the worst. I don't know why he's. He is, just, he is just the worst.
3: He reminds me of Johnny Depp in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Those gleaming teeth that are way too big for his head. It's actually quite scary.
0: So, which which character in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory?
3: Johnny Depp.
0: Oh, so sorry. I'm, I'm thinking. Wonka. I'm thinking of the original. I'm sorry.
3: Not the one with Gene Wilder. No. Yeah. The the newer one, the scarier version of it. Okay. Besides, that was called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes,
1: yeah. uh, it's the crap the crap version. Oh used the crap... <laughs> I used the crap word again, oh my God <laughs> um, the one that really annoys
0: me is Sam Allardyce, fat Sam, yeah, um, and in fact, most of the managers in the Premier League, what really annoys Steve Bruce, he's another one um, what really annoys me is when the a manager will get interviewed after the game and they will talk about... they they will talk about bad refereeing decisions they'll blame everybody else but their own players now i understand Mm. that i understand that they're publicly not going to come out and criticize their own players that's fine but i hate it when when they talk about bad refereeing decisions um and they say oh the referee had a bad game and then then and then worse still when they get fined for um speaking out and then they make this sort of back um subtle or not maybe so subtle comment about how, how they can't speak out um, in fact, I recall last year um, I know Devon said don't talk about Chelsea or Arsenal but I recall Jose Mourinho making a comment about uh, uh, making a very sarcastic comment about a referee after a game which that really annoys me so in fact any manager and Sam Allardyce and Steve Bruce they're, they're
1: really guilty of that
2: well Mourinho will blame the ball boys right he'll blame literally everyone yeah
1: mm. Yeah, see, you know, going back to you know days of old, and that, you know, with um, Sir Alex, he used to whinge and moan about the ref as well. But did you notice, you know, um, the Premier League always battled up on that and fined him. How often do you see a fine going like Mourinho or uh, or Allardyce's way? Just, you know, having a word, bad word about the ref. I'll,
3: but, I'll agree with Javid on this one. I don't like I don't like Sam Allardyce either. He he reminds me of. Um, Star Wars Episode One, Um Jar Binks is uh, <laughs> his his master or his the, his king. How he sat up on this throne and he his little t- turkey neck would waggle would back and forth whenever he spoke. That's what Sam Allerdyce is to me.
1: Ah, the voice of Brian Blessed, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think it was.
1: I want to flip the question
2: over. Are there players or managers that you actually admire? On other teams,
0: that presumably aren't either Chelsea or Arsenal, or, or just yeah,
2: presumably, yes. Uh...
3: David Silva, he's, a, I think, the, probably the best player in the league this year. Mm. Oh, mm. mm. all, all I get is a mmm.
1: <laughs> um, I, I, I can... Well, I...
0: Players... Um, Cristiano Ronaldo?
2: Oh, uh, well, in, in the...
1: He, he doesn't uh, play in, in our in league. The, in
0: the, in the, does he not? No, um, no, he
1: <laughs> no. He's No, he's still over at Real Madrid, I believe. OK.
0: Um, players in our league. Uh, Bruni? Um, uh, this is going to be... Uh, I'm going to get struck down for saying this, but Van Persie mm. in a United shirt. Ooh.
1: Yeah, see, now that that's just just yeah. about possible. I, I don't know. I don't like Van Persie.
0: I didn't like him when he played for um, that other team. Um,
1: in, oh, yeah.
0: London. But um, since he went to United and he started winning trophies, um, I quite like the fact that he left... Um, but so he left Arsenal and <laughs> he's gone to a team and he's winning trophies.
2: So. <laughs> when he left that team and started
3: winning trophies,
2: <laughs> it's it's sort of like uh, admiring your enemy's ex-girlfriend after the fact, right?
1: Yeah, that's he, fair. He seemed to get a, a better run of form as well, didn't he? As soon as he changed into the United shirt, um, he had better speed going down, you know, moving down the, the middle. So, yeah, I'd probably go Van Persie for for one decent player as well I guess
0: um, I like Martinez mm. the yeah. way he conducts himself
1: That's yeah well, he's, he's doing alright right with Everton as well at the moment minus not today's... today <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say minus today's result obviously
0: <laughs> okay um, Jerome James asks which famous Spurs player would you name your newborn daughter after
1: Well, I don't know about newborn daughter, but um, when my son Leah was born, I think I was winding the the, the missus up saying I was going to call him uh, Roman after Pavlochenko <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who's gone?
0: That pearl here.
1: Okay, I just heard a doom. So someone dropped.
0: Nope. I didn't drop. No, yeah, okay. Aaron?
2: That's an excellent question. Uh... I would also go with uh, Pavluchenko, but I would call her Pavlochenko. She'd be Pavlochenko Wolf, and everybody <laughs> would make fun of her. Uh, no, I mean honestly, probably the, the like the best would be Luca, right? Luca's almost a girl name, um, but I, I couldn't bear I couldn't bear to, to well, name my daughter my newborn daughter Ratboy.
1: Well, you, you could you could go Luca. You could probably choose uh, Raphael. Yeah. You know, Ooh. Yeah. You know Van der Waal. That's a bit of a girly name, really.
3: Does it have to be the the their name verbatim, or can it be
0: like wow.
2: um, an abbreviation?
0: Oh, he's not said, so I think we can be creative.
2: I think it should be yeah. Giovanni Dos Santos Scoggins. No. no, no, no. I, I would Teddy. go.
3: With, I would go with Lenny for Gary Lineker. Oh,
1: Teddy oh, okay. with him. You know, Teddy's a nice girl's name. Didn't um. Gareth
0: Bale name his daughter A V B?
1: Uh yeah.
2: Yeah, he did, right? Uh Antoinette or something like that. What's her what's her first name?
1: I'm gonna Google it. <laughs>
0: um of the current of the current team, um, Christian's the obvious one because Christian Christian Erickson because Christian could be a girl's name. I believe.
3: We'll see. I'm American, so the name Nasser can go either way.
0: Harry Kane. I'd go for Harry Kane. (laughs) Harry Kane can't do any wrong.
1: He has got a child called AVB Alba Violet Bale. That's it.
3: (laughs) God help her. (laughs) Sad Welsh Muppet. Alright, next question. Let's go.
0: Okay. Jacob Cox asks, which pass player would you take, seeing how we have performed as of late?
1: Pass player? What? Mm. Take back?
0: Yeah. Well, I, 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 pass player presumably means at any point in time.
1: Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> Come back, Jimmy. Uh, Gareth Bale?
0: Bale, Bale breaks
1: my heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now, um, I was reading something uh, the other day about Bale, um, and he's become out of favour, as it yeah. would appear, with Real Madrid. And he said he'd come back to the Premier League if the right offer came.
2: United and, are meant to be making an offer.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah I'll read. give
2: him fifty p for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, it would break my heart if he went to United, though. But, you know, where are Is we going to go? Would we that
2: be get, a greater heartbreak than when he left the first time?
1: I think so. It would be almost as bad as the whole fucking Sol Campbell bollocks.
0: Mm, I don't know about that. That's that's taking a bit too far.
1: Well, I don't know. Really? See, it upset me when... Um, Berbatov left and went to United <laughs> because he wanted to win trophies. But he went
2: directly, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Bale leaving, I, I sort of understood it, right? Like this was a World Cup year; he wasn't going to get to play in the World Cup. This was his chance to be on the big stage, and it made sense. I it might be it might be worse. It might be worse if he went to United from from uh, Real Madrid. I have to change my my newborn daughter's name from Gareth Bale to something else. <laughs>
0: um, I was going to say, uh, uh, you know, which 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 area have have we lacked this season? Like apart from Harry, Harry Kane scoring goals, you know, we could do with a, you know, somebody really prol- prolific and. Yeah, if you go back at any point in time you could say if you went as far back as Jimmy Greaves or Clive Allen or Gary Lineker or Teddy I
1: don't Sheringham,
0: know, Teddy Sheringham or Berbatov, But Bale. I'd I'd t- of the of of the players that are playing at the moment that, that are at their prime, um, ex players, um, you've got Bale and you've got Modric, I would take Bale back in a heartbeat. I really would.
1: Mhm. The only um, thing I would say with Bale is he'd have to um, be more team player than, than he was, because he, he did seem uh, toward the end, you know, well, I'm bigger than you lot, so I'm going to do my thing. I don't that know. Was a,
0: that was AVB's fault. He indulged him too much.
1: Mm.
2: <clears throat> and he didn't have people around him, right? There weren't as many as many people stepping up into that into the space to say, hey, let me in.
0: Yeah. Um, and oh,
1: could you imagine him and kane on the pitch at the same time
2: and Erickson?
0: no I, I think i think that
3: he would stifle everybody i think that he would as much as he likes to be the central point especially you know his last year with us he was taking the free kicks he was you know drifting in the middle he was running everything and i think he would stifle our entire offense I'd go with Ledley King. Put him with Jan Vertonghen. Good Can you call. imagine that pair? Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, uh an injury-free Ledley King. Presumably. Yeah, yeah,
3: of
2: course. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, that's fair.
0: Actually, even even Ledley King in the last couple of years that he was playing for us would would would, would still be an asset. Um, you know, even if he played 15 or 20, 20 Premier League games, that would be that would be quite something. Um, Kevin Morgan, uh, Kevin Morgan, Kevin Morgan asked one year on from his, from his passing of ways with us. Did AVB make being J- ginger sexy?
1: No, <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no,
0: no, no. We, we all agreed that <laughs> yeah. we can just move on. Right. I had to um, think
3: about
0: it. <laughs> We've got, um, we had a lot of questions come through yesterday. Um, uh, which are more, shall we say, American-centric? Questions. Wait,
2: actually, can I follow up on the ABB sure. ginger okay. sexy question? Uh, no. What do we? How do we feel about um, comparing ABB's suit to um, Sherwood's uh, vest gilet mm-hmm. thing and um, Pacchettino's tracksuit? I mean, he—the few times that Pacchettino has come out in a suit, I feel like we've lost. Is that not correct? He, we might have lost, but damn, he looked good while we were losing. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: should, should a premiership manager wear a suit <clears throat> on the sideline? Well,
3: I'm old school. I say yes. Um, this, this goes back to American football in the, you know, the 60s and 70s. Even in the 80s, you wore a suit. That was what you did. And then a lot of the newer coaches in the late 90s, um, namely like Bill Belichick, started wearing, you know, the hoodie with the sleeves cut off and and all that jazz. And no, it just, it doesn't look professional. I'm sorry.
1: I was going to say, you know, how often do you, did you see uh, managers like, say, David Moyes or um, Alex Ferguson come out wearing a tracksuit? You didn't really, you Mm. you know. It shows a bit, it shows a bit of professionalism if you come out wearing a suit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, having said that, I don't care if they they wear, I don't know, latex or <laughs> suspenders and stockings. As long as, as long as we're we're winning, and they're doing a good job, it doesn't matter. But on on balance, I think suits probably better. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's as long I...
3: as it wasn't the life preserver of Tim Sherwood. um, it's <sighs> Gillian. <sighs> right, so it we had reminds a... me of Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good, yeah, good shout. Yeah, ideal, that one. I think we'll um, get, I think we'll, I'm gonna find um, Pochettino <laughs> on Facebook and say one of our members wants to see you in stockings and suspenders, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I no, I've got no. Um, no, I'd rather not. But um, right, we had a lot of questions coming in for yesterday, um, which are American-centric questions. Um, so Kevin Morgan again. I can't believe I'm reading his reading a question from him twice. So he does he love asks, you or something? Um. I try to get, no he doesn't, um, not I'm aware of, but I, I do get people ask multiple questions and I only try to limit it to one from uh, per person for a podcast. Kevin Morgan asks, how much is a pint of milk stateside?
3: Um, well, in my experience, you get a pint of milk from the school and it's like a, what, 50 cents?
1: So you can't go down to the shop and buy a pint of milk. You've actually got to go and buy a quart, do you?
3: Um, a gallon? Well, I guess you can't. I guess...
2: You could guess... buy, buy a, a half-gallon
3: Yeah. quart. Yeah, you know, oh. I mean, a half-gallon quart. Um, You can probably... Yeah, I'd say you can get a pint. Um, Probably a pint of chocolate milk is going to be like maybe a dollar, a dollar ten. Yeah. So that would be what... Um,
1: Leave like 50. a half a pound. I say about a half 50. a pound. Yeah, about
0: fifty p. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> Ro- Rob Cracksford asks, "Why would he live in Kansas?" Andy. Good
3: question. Yeah, home of the That was my answer. Good question.
1: Then you get a lot of tornadoes over that way.
3: <laughs> yes, quite a bit tornadoes actually. Um, we get blazing hot summers. Super cold winters. Um, I'm here because I have to be here.
0: Good answer. Move on. It... Okay, so a question for both Andy and Aaron What's the American version of a full, full English breakfast?
3: All right, no, okay. There's going to be two answers to this. I'll let Aaron go ahead and do his Yankee version.
2: <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's going around the corner and getting a full English breakfast. Um, at the English restaurant. But uh, otherwise, I I guess it's two eggs over easy, side of home fries, rye toast, some bacon or sausage. That's probably the American or the New York version.
1: No
3: black pudding? Above the Mason-Dixon line, that's that's it.
0: No bagels? Sorry? No bagels? Uh,
2: No, I mean, that's... Not in New
0: York, I thought...
2: I think, the, I think the standard breakfast, like if you go into any diner, any, any, any coffee shop in the northeast and you just get like the standard breakfast that everybody has for like $2.50, it's two eggs over easy and home fries. Um, if you're on the go, it's, it's like an egg and cheese sandwich or it's a bagel with cream cheese.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, but a, a full English breakfast has to have black pudding.
2: Well, this is the American version. If I want black, you know, blood pudding or black pudding or whatever, I can go to the okay. the chip shop. This is
3: the American full full breakfast. This isn't the English full breakfast. Now, in well, the no. South, no. you're going to get you're going to get two. You're going to get eggs. You're going to get grits. You're going to get bacon. You're going to get sausage. Maybe country ham. Um, you're going to get a biscuit.
2: The
1: real but reason why you guys also... lost
2: the war, basically. Is all, all all the cholesterol.
1: Oh I I'm sorry. Who we
2: did didn't lose was? the war.
1: We
3: just postponed the war.
1: <laughs> we didn't lose shit.
3: No, not
2: you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I think oh. it would be wrong, um, Rob, to um intrude on uh on a um
3: a civil war. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: okay. But okay. You're probably going to, you're probably wondering to yourself, what in the hell is country ham? Country ham is a salt cured ham, really high salt content, super high salt, you know, super high salt content. Um, the other kind of ham, which isn't as salty, we call city ham. (laughs) So that's going to be your, that's going to be your typical Southern breakfast. Um, Growing up, I didn't like sweet breakfast, um, mainly because mom and daddy never made it. But as far as like pancakes, donuts, uh, French toast, waffles, that's not, if you're in the South, that's not what a breakfast is. You're going to go to a restaurant and you're going to get your grits. You're going to get your eggs and your meat, whatever meat you want, sausage, bacon, country ham, hot links or whatever. And you're going to have a biscuit to go with it.
0: Why a biscuit? I don't. Know. What
3: the... it, it, think they of, think it, of it as a bagel. I was gonna say think they call it a scone.
1: It, they call it a biscuit, but it's it's not what we call a biscuit. You know, it's not okay, like right. a just a cream or you know. It's like... not
3: a cookie.
2: No.
1: No. Like, no. No. Okay, it's not a cookie. No.
3: It's it's like a scone. Um. It's it's flaky. It's moist. It's 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 good. <laughs> I posted I pictures on on
1: Z's little post. Yeah, you did a few weeks back. Yeah. Okay. Um. Just going back a bit. Uh, which war were you referring to that you know we lost apparently?
3: The civil the, the civil war. He says that we lost the civil war, the North and the South.
2: It was just some good good old civil fashioned cross country rivalry.
1: That's it. Rob, keep up. Oh. Okay, so you're going on about between you two. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say if you're on about the, the the war of independence, then you know we didn't lose. You got the French to help.
3: <laughs> really. We didn't win the independence. We didn't win our independence. We're, we're not I th- a sovereign you, country. I would, I, I would
1: I just, quit while you're <laughs> behind. You got from. French fucking hell. So no, you didn't. You had assistance. Uh,
3: <laughs> what did the French do? They dropped their weapons, they threw their arms up in the air, and they said, we give up.
0: That's very French. Of that's French what people. the French ever do. That's, that's, what, they, that's what they do. Um, let's swiftly move on. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. okay. Um, do either of you have a gun? And if not, why the <laughs> fuck not? <laughs> And that's a question from James Vanner. No, I don't have a
3: gun because I have children.
1: I would imagine Um, Aaron not to have a gun because he's in Brooklyn. Correct.
0: I don't understand the whole gun thing. Really, I just don't get it. That makes two of us. I don't, and what I don't understand about America, and it's not just guns. um, It it strikes me. I'm only looking at this from the outside, but it seems to be very sort of polarised. So. You're either for something or you're against. And there's no grey areas. So, you know, if you're anti-gun, then you're a pussy. Um, If you're pro-gun, then you're a redneck. Um, You know, and there doesn't seem to be much... um... I think that's
3: mainly because a lot of the rednecks hunt and they hunt with guns. (laughs) So that's why they're pro-gun.
1: We see, now... As a Brit, I must say, I like shooting guns. I wouldn't say, you know, I'd like to shoot them at people because that's just, you know, no thank you. Um, You'd have to live in New York then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, shooting guns at, you know, wooden targets is fun. You get a bit of an adrenaline rush out of it. But, you know, that's it for me, really. I, uh, go on. Move on. Let's go.
0: Sam Moore asked a question. I don't understand the question. It's just as well that. Um, Andy and, and and Darren are here. Do you think an NFL-style drought system could draft. work in the... Draft. Dra- draft. draft. Yeah. Same stupid. Could work in the Premier League. Do you think it should be introduced? I still don't understand what he's talking about. But... Well,
1: I I could even answer this one. Now, with the, Premier, the NFL draft, uh, you've got your college football games and your NFL team can... Uh, you get... Um, each, each team gets a certain, a certain number of drafts, I believe. Um, they can actually... And say... Say for an argument, say Dallas Cowboys finish uh, bottom uh, of the table. They get a better... Don't they get a, a better draft pick than, say, the team that finishes yeah. top?
3: If if they have the worst record, then they get the first pick.
1: Yeah. So you can actually... yeah you know, the, the team with the worst record gets to pick the best college player, basically.
3: But... But I mean, it was. Uh, this has already went through on on that post. Um, well, there's not a any kind of system in place as far as a youth program for these teams. I mean, essentially, if you did away with um, Spurs youth program, all of the English clubs' youth programs, and did it by universities, um, the university teams or squads, then you could possibly have some kind of draft system. But it, it wouldn't. It's not feasible.
0: I agree. Okay. <laughs> Good input, Martin. Aaron. Yeah. Martin Papier, Papier asks: We all know that Andrus Townsend likes to shoot at every possible opportunity. But did he shoot? But did he shoot JFK?
1: <laughs> I knew this was coming.
2: No, because he would have missed.
0: Uh, <laughs> Good true.
2: Ding, 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 ding! We
1: got a winner. Uh, he wasn't. Be- he wasn't the man on the grass, you know. No, he wasn't the man on the
3: grassy you knoll. Everybody well, the... knows it was a CIA plot.
1: I certainly wasn't um, so died either, was it?
0: Who <laughs> <laughs> was Deep Throat? Oh, no, that's um, Watergate I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, that's Watergate. Deep Throat.
0: Um,
1: wasn't that also Ag's X-Files? That's
0: what, that's what you'll be doing later with Gherkins.
1: I was going to say, wasn't Ooh. Deep Throat in the X-Files as well? Or was in that, in the X-Files, Can- yep. Cancer Man. Yeah. Cancer man. That's,
0: yeah. But there was also a deep throat in the X-Files, wasn't there? Or no?
1: Yes, yeah, she was called Gillian Anderson. <laughs>
0: um, you'll be deep in gherkins later <laughs> in <California>. Um. <laughs> okay. Nick Seale asks, why is it called the World Series in, in baseball when only American teams play it? Is it a bit like our Champions League bollocks when no one is actually a champion well some of them are but you've got your second third and fourth teams
2: yeah it is that's exactly it right it was just designed to be the biggest competition in all of baseball and they called it the biggest thing they could think of
1: well it's like the nhl you know you call yourselves world champions just because you win a hockey game (laughs) yeah i I will i will defend
3: uh, um The Little League World Series actually does bring in teams from other countries, from Japan, from um, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, and and all of that. So that is actually a World Series um, for Little League Baseball, which is actually fun to watch if you ever get a chance to watch it. I mean, it's kids playing the game because they love it. Yeah.
0: This is baseball we're talking about.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, baseball. Right, so what?
0: I watch South Park, and and that's my moral compass in life. And <laughs> in South Park, they did an episode once, all on baseball, and it was portrayed as being a boring sport. So I'll go with. Um,
1: yes, uh, what it's South Park it's, say. it's very much it like, is cricket. Okay. It's very much like <laughs> cr- cricket,
3: except it, it lasts only three or four hours instead of days.
0: <laughs> yeah. Greg Taylor asks. As an American, do you understand why Brits get pissed off? Uh, And then he says, not pissed, that means to be drunk, when your countrymen call NFL football. American football has hardly any foot and ball contact, so would it not be better named as knock the shit out of your opponent and put the ball down past the byline? Ball rather than football.
3: There's not a byline in American football. Sorry.
2: I don't get worked up about this. Uh, this particular thing—it
3: it bothers you more than it bothers <laughs> us. So get pissed about it. I don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Um, okay, let's, let's wrap this up quickly. Uh, I, I got a question. There. Go on.
3: Okay. Um, with the the current state of how money is just, I guess, flown around, you know around football and the premier league is there ever going to be i mean i hear people all the time saying oh we need to build the team around christian erickson are we ever going to be able to do that is will he stay long enough to to be that stephen gerard that frank lampard somebody that's going to put 10 no, years no. in with a no, team
0: no 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 but harry kane will be silence <laughs> <laughs> I, can you
3: i thought it was a good question
0: i i think it's a good question oh, no, i know i i do think it's a good question but i think that um i can see us building a team around harry kane i genuinely think that i can see him being there for a very long time i think such is the way with football at the football. moment even if you take yeah. even if you take united who you a bigger club than us Christian Christian well, Cristiano Ronaldo moved on. Um it's it's seldom that clubs in England keep their best players for more
3: know, than for two seasons.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean Wayne Rooney's been at United for a very long time, but and he there was always talk of him falling out with Ferguson and him wanting to leave, but he he's been there for a decade now. Yeah. Um, if we get five years out of Christian Eriksen, that would be fantastic. I don't see that he'll be there any longer than that.
2: People talk a lot about uh, Champions League being the thing that attracts the the you know quality players, but let's say end of this end of this year we we end up in the in the Champions League. Um, are we an attractive enough club, even with championship Champions League football? Um, to attract those players when there's other teams that can play, that can pay more and will probably go deeper in the competition than we can go.
0: Well, relative to Chelsea and Man City, we don't have the finances to pay the highest wages. Um, but the flip side of that is if you're a top get, player...
3: Yeah, they'll get started do, with us. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: That's fair. Does Ericsson stay longer if we make if we get Champions League football, do you think?
0: Um, I would have thought so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have I I think if if we had qualified for the Champions League more than once, I think Modric might have stayed there a bit longer. And I think Bale would have been there a little bit longer.
3: Did Champions League skew <clears throat> our actual reality at Spurs?
0: That's a good question. Um,
1: we've only been in. Uh, was it just the once? We've, we've been yeah, in the yeah. just yeah. once? Just
3: once. And all of a sudden, we belong there.
1: Well, yeah, do we? we 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 did make the quarter. Was it the quarterfinals? Enough. Uh, our first ever attempt.
0: We, we do we belong there? Well, we we were in. We qualified one season. We finished fifth the season after. Then we finished fourth. Oh and yeah. Then we finished fifth. So we were we were certainly in co- in contention for yeah. it for several seasons. You know, we were serious contenders. It wasn't. If somebody talks of us qualifying for the Champions League now, it's you know we're punching above our weight. We're relying on other teams to. At that point in time, from I would say two thousand and nine to. 2013 12 13 when bale was winning us game single-handedly we were knocking on the door each season i mean it wasn't unreasonable for us to to expect to qualify for it they were good times (laughs) um uh, sam moore asked twinkies do they taste as good as they sound
2: go ahead aaron uh, it's a funny question because, um, Twinkies have a, another meaning in, at least in uh, New York and I never tasted one of those, but, uh, Twinkies <laughs> are fairly delicious.
1: Aren't those, um, the, uh, the, 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 the homosexual variety?
2: That would be the one. <laughs> mm.
1: Which is the one? so which is it that that, that, the company that went belly up recently i thought that was twinkies was that
3: it was was twinkies it was hostess there's actually a plant probably about an hour hour and 15 minutes away from where i live and uh yeah they did they did shut down and then all of a sudden everybody was buying up all the twinkies that were left on the, the store shelves and then What, three months later, they opened back up and started selling them again. And then everybody was buying up all the Twinkies that were on the (laughs) shelves. So I think it was just a marketing ploy.
1: Aren't they they supposed to be really good in uh, the uh, Holocaust situations as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yep,
2: that's 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 what my grandparents were with, missing the entire time. No, I
1: don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't A good cream-filled
2: filled pastry. They are they are they are simultaneously disgusting and delicious.
1: I, 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 sorry, um, I, I didn't mean a Holocaust. They coat your I meant, mouth. I didn't mean they the Holocaust. coat your mouth with grease. <laughs> I'm trying to say I didn't mean Holocaust. I meant more of an apocalyptic situation. I
0: know. I was we just know what you just... i am um, i'm gonna have to google up wink google winkies after the show twinkies, um, twinkies. Twinkies they're, even, they're, twinkies they're not
3: they're actually i don't like them i don't i don't like them so i'd say no i'd rather have something different
0: okay we've got four questions um i'm going to try to get through these the final four as quickly as i can um okay. Two from John Bogard. Um, first he says, have you ever met Batman or been to Gotham City or met-
3: Metropolis? Metropolis. Yes. I drove through Metropolis. Metropolis is in the state of Illinois, and they actually have a statue of Superman, and it's quite sad, actually.
0: Gotham City, isn't that fictional, or is, it, or is there really a place called Gotham City?
3: No, it's... Go ahead, Aaron.
2: Uh, it's, it's it's uh is it Gotham is supposed to be Chicago and Metropolis is supposed to be New York or something like that.
3: No, I thought Gotham was supposed to be Pittsburgh because of the bridges, the three rivers. Yeah, it,
2: uh, yeah, it's not a real place. Short short answer is.
3: Yeah, it, it's not a real place. But in the movie, which one? The last one with Bane. Um, it was actually filmed in Pittsburgh, and the foot, the the American football field that were blue, that was, blown up was supposed to be. Um, Three Rivers Stadium. Okay.
0: And have either of you met Batman?
3: No. We've probably,
1: they're probably <laughs> met Fat Man. I don't know about Batman.
3: <laughs> of course we met Fat Man. Uh, we're, we're Americans. All we do is uh, sit around and eat McDonald's and watch wrestling.
1: And,
0: um,
1: Jav, yeah. we could buy Twinkies here in the UK.
0: Can we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Now,
3: deep fry a Twinkie and then let me know how it tastes. Wrap it in bacon.
0: Um, John Bogart also asks, why in Hollywood films do English people either speak like the Queen or Dick Van Dyke?
2: I think you guys know the answer to that. Because you guys either sound like the Queen or Dick Van Dyke. Or Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) Um...
1: uh... No, Americans that's, are, are uh, dumb. I was gonna say yeah, J- Jason Statham. He's like, oh, I'm gonna keep all fucking head in, isn't he? <laughs> that's so That's what the we, Queen
2: sounds like, isn't it?
1: <laughs> we mentioned um, Johnny Depp earlier,
0: who's one of my favourite actors. Um, he can do a good English accent. It, it comes down to comes comes down to to, to the actor in question, really. Yep.
2: Yeah.
3: All I know is Hugh Laurie has a great American accent. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I had no idea he was British.
3: Yeah, I didn't either until I saw him um, accept an Academy Award.
0: Adrian Adrian Long asks, what's it like being rich?
2: (laughs) Oh, it's so fun. (laughs) I'm glad you know what it feels like. (laughs) I have no idea.
0: Um, final question I think this is one for Rob maybe one that me and Rob should address Dave Yiddo Fitzlimmon asks why have Americans fucked up the English language
1: because <laughs> they're lazy and stupid
0: I don't think they've fucked up the English language I think they've fucked up the, qu- the Queen's English because it's the Queen's English that we speak in England. I don't
1: know. And, uh,
0: they just cho- and Americans just choose to speak a different dialect. What? And that's fine. That's cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah.
1: Okay, then, Aaron, spell theatre. Uh,
2: you guys do it with, like, an extra U and an R in the wrong place, right?
3: No. No, actually, <laughs> it, it's pronounced theatre. Not theatre. It's theatre. We just T-H- call it a... E-A-T-E-R. It. Yeah. Or we not, spell it the purple way T-H-R-E. No, no. Just like there's no U in color. Yes, there is. And this this one's this one's for a certain um fellow podcaster. The word is called ain't A apostrophe I N T. Ain't
2: it A I N apostrophe T? Oh
1: yeah. Yes, yes it is. <laughs>
0: And this is a true story, but um, I can't reveal the the the, um, the company involved. But um, a few years ago, I was working for an American company, and um, I was with some American colleagues, and they were responding to a tender. Um, and they were in Britain at the time. There was a group of four or five senior American people, um, and I was one of two Brits that were part of... Um, part of the team responding to this very important tender and um in meetings with the customer in question who were a british customer um i was asked to attend those meetings to then decipher stuff that that they might that the (laughs) americans might not understand afterwards this is absolutely true and then i had to explain to them afterwards when, when we would break away and uh have a little huddle and discuss what had been, um, what had taken place. And I, would, I would have to try to de- decipher stuff that that they might not understand.
3: What's a isn't tinder? there like a book?
0: <laughs> code the code book, or something.
3: Isn't there a book? Isn't there like a book, the um, like the Idiots' Guide to uh, Visiting England or something that we can carry with us?
0: Um, I don't know that there is, but I think that's a bloody good idea. I might go and write one. <laughs>
1: um, don't, it. Don't, don't they call that an English phrase book
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay I just googled it it is AI in apostrophe T thank you
0: <sighs> Um, I'm about to wrap this up but does anybody have any questions or any comments or anything that they want to add before we call it a night
2: God save the Queen is that what is that <sighs> that's, you?
0: that's <laughs> Beautiful, Aaron.
2: That's how you end all conversations, Act- right? No, oh, no we no.
0: don't. We don't. Unfortunately, I, I quite the one thing I do like about America um, is the fact that um, your we
3: presidents... took we took <laughs> we took your national anthem and put different words to the music.
0: <laughs> no, I like the fact that you're sort of quite patriotic, and your presidents will say things like "God bless America," and they just don't do that in the UK. And nobody we don't you'll see union jacks and and flags flags um saint george's flag say for instance during the world cup but at other times of the year, uh, people don't display the flag um which i think is a shame
2: well god save the bagel maybe we can agree on that
0: god save the bagel yeah um okay um thanks to rob once again for joining me thanks to andy for joining me um and big thank you for to to aaron for making his debut tonight um also this this will be the last podcast before christmas so um wishing all our listeners a happy christmas and um a happy and prosperous 2015
3: uh merry christmas
0: thank you happy Uh, hanukkah
1: I was going to say. Like a... was, say, it was like the other day? For our American friends, happy holidays. <laughs> 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 yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: And on that note, Merry Christmas, guys. The future is bright. The future is clearly white. Good night. Oh.